Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Trap Draw Podcast. Once again, Happy New Year. My name is Randy. I am joined, as always, by Tron Carter. This is our first chop session of the new year. TC, how are you, sir? I'm great, Randy. I got my new setup all dialed here. We've retired the uh, the Lunar Lander mic that is sitting behind me. Very, very pleased to uh, have a proper podcast studio set up. Oh my gosh, what a new world we're entering into. Uh, knock on wood, we should have our audio video dialed. Some big news coming up. Before I get there, though, I want to thank our sponsor today, and that is Roback. Roback Activewear, they're back for another year, and we couldn't be more excited. The fit, the feel, the quality, it's all perfect. You all know we love their gear, and now it feels like we can't hit a range without seeing that subtle dog logo or two-striped ridge on the back. I want to talk about three products, TC. First, their performance polos. They fit so much better than your typical boxy polos, and the collar never loses its shape. Their four-way stretch material is so soft and comfortable. We basically live in these polos, perfect for on the course, going out to dinner, just about anything you can think of. They're that comfortable. Trust us when we say they are the best polos out there. Second, Roback's performance Q-zips are the only Q-zips we wear. The definition of versatile, we do any activity in these. A crisp early morning walk on the course hits different in a Roback Q-zip, and they're always good for at least one birdie. We mean it when we say your 2023 will be better in a Roback Q-zip. And then finally, Roback's performance hoodies, legitimately the most comfortable hoodies we've worn on the course. Hands down the softest, stretchiest hoodies in golf. If you see us out on the course, Odds are we'll be in a rowback hoodie. They're that good. I'm wearing one right now. So listeners, use the code TRAP, T-R-A-P, on rowback.com for a generous 20% off your first order through the end of this week. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K.com. Get 20% off all polos, Q-zips, hoodies, and tees with code TRAP. Kick your 2023 off right with Roback. Go check them out at rowback.com. Thank them for being a great sponsor. TC, where do we even want to start today? I mean, Big, how was how was your New Year's? I feel like we haven't we haven't spoken to our listeners since since the uh, I guess really since like December twenty seventh when I think we recorded the the goals pod. Yeah, uh, you know what? I had a very boring New Year's, which was just fine by me. I actually, ended up watching some college football, two good college football games that night, and. Um, was in bed well before midnight. Just uh, a, a, a night like any other, I guess. How about you? I mean, I was a little bit worried about the, the uh, Buck Tech-Georgia game. Uh, you know, that was – I'm not a Georgia fan by any means, but certainly certainly not a, a Buck Tech fan. Uh, it was, but it was delicious to see them lose in heartbreaking fashion oh, there at the end. We, our, our profound sympathy to, to <laughs> Buck Tech Nation. You're absolutely right. And then Randy's the Michigan big men. Big news. Well, yeah, I was yeah. say the Michigan yeah. men were extremely disappointed as well. So, well, and, and I think the Michigan men should probably be even more disappointed because they're getting they're getting pinched by the NCAA now too, right? 
yeah, a notice of a, what is it? What do they call it? A notice of violations or a notice of yeah. something? Um, level level whatever too. Yeah, is is Harbaugh trying to bolt? You know, is he trying to leave in front of these in front of these sanctions? It sure seems like it. I don't know. Tough. And we've tough. got a new new uh, NCAA president in place, so that's you know, right. We'll see. This is kind of his his first test, I guess. We'll, so we're recording early afternoon on Monday the 9th who uh TCU and Georgia who you got tonight I got Georgia you know as much as I want to uh pick TC University <laughs> uh I just I just don't see it I know I don't know how they're gonna win uh it would be fun I guess I'll root for TCU but yeah fully expecting Georgia to get the victory um well, we talked about New Year's. We did our goals pod. That was a success. Uh, Randy, one thing, one yeah. thing I had. Yeah, please. On, 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 a, on a personal level, uh, it kind of fits into the goals stuff. So I went to the ENT the other day, the ear, nose, and throat specialist, and uh, just to get get checked out, get scoped out. People have been telling my dentist told me to go. My my, my wife's been trying to get me to go for whatever. Um, so I finally went, and <laughs> he took one peek up there. And he's like, so like you don't like breathe out of your like you can't breathe out of your nose at all, right? I was like, not really. I mean, like I you know like I just figured this was normal. And he's like, dude, you have like a massively deviated septum. You have uh, a collapsed. Uh, you, you have like four different collapsed valves on the right side. He's like, <laughs> he's like basically like your nose is like completely non-functional. Like you probably haven't even smelled anything in like. <laughs> 15 years like well that's that's interesting that's cool so he's like we're gonna have to you know i guess i gotta go in they're they're gonna put me under uh it's just an outpatient thing but i guess i got six different procedures they've they've got to do which is wild my god well this is certainly something that we will we will keep updating uh fascinated to take this journey with you i guess i always feel like I know I have a deviated septum. I always feel like I got a lot of wrong in my nose and sinus region. I so I feel like it all stems from playing like like basketball back in grade school. Um, I know I broke my nose a couple times doing that, and then but yeah, I'm gonna have to circle back with Bill Murray too to tell him that you know part of it was it was physical. It was beyond my control. I yeah. I, I couldn't project my voice. Wow. So well, Godspeed yeah. with that. Yeah, we'll 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 check back in. What's what are the next steps? Just scheduling procedures, well, or <laughs> they gave they gave me all sorts of, they gave me a steroid, and then they gave me like two like a steroidal um, uh, nasal spray and a big like antihistamine nasal spray because he was like, oh, like you're massively inflamed up there. And I'm like, well, my nose feels better than it has in like. A couple months so like i'm just inflamed like 365 days a year he's like yeah basically like we can't do anything until we get the inflammation down and i'm like what's inflamed like why i'm not sick right now he's like dude this is just your natural natural state of being so i mean so i guess uh early early march i think i or sorry early february i gotta go back in and we'll see hopefully they get it done you know in short order and then we may be looking at, at some of the best audio of any podcast out there between <laughs> between the new studio setup i mean i feel like we're getting away from our roots randy i know it does feel a little disingenuous but uh, you know we we got to change we we got to evolve we've come a long way from the two tin cans and a string 
Well, that's excellent news. I yeah, no, I'm I'm being 100% serious. We'll be fascinated as you go in and get through these procedures, uh, how you feel and and the difference it makes because could be motivation for me to to yeah. do, do the same. We got any mea culpas? I have a big one. Hand up. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Maxine Waters a few weeks back, and I completely confused her with Barbara Lee talking oh. about her vote against the Iraq War. So that uh, it people pointed that out. TC, it honestly it ruined my Christmas. I just a massive, massive miss on my part. So I want to I want to apologize first to Barbara Lee, second to you, and third to the listeners. I got to be better than that. So. I fully own that, and all we can do is go forward and try to be better. I appreciate that, Big. That's uh, Maxine Waters is a bad hombre. <laughs> bad hombre. So I think I was blown away when you shouted her out. I so. Yeah, like I said, totally confused her with, with Barbara Lee. Um, one thing I want to ask you about, you, you were taking to social media, the, the Twitter uh, specifically, demanding an apology from our good friend Will Knights at the Fried Egg uh, about Colin Morikawa's putting, only for him to come back and say, TC, I have already apologized for this. I've, I've apologized to you. I don't know if you want to address that situation here on the trap draw. Yeah, I was trying to get some more run for the actual apology. It only got two likes. Uh, I was trying to kind of reheat that. First of all, I, I have to say, the reason I was reaching out in the first place was because we rocked him. Colin's putting, clearly an issue. Still, You know, uh, like... Let's not talk to too much something golf. Yes, let's not unless let's, there's unless there's an issue. True. So we'll let's just say be that. Very careful though. We we don't want to talk about any and golf. Really. Yeah, I just you know I wanted a little bit more of an apology. It felt like he was apologizing for something, not necessarily for for what he was saying. Sure. So I'm still waiting for an apology for from Solly. A lot of people are reaching out saying TC that there was supposed to be less beef. Technically, this was 2022 beef that's been dry aging. Um, you know, trying to trying to clear trying to clear out some inventory here, trying to get rid of some of the beef, and then, you know, there there's going to be plenty of prime beef in 2023. We just got to make sure it reaches the threshold of prime. Of course, and I do want to say, speaking of the fried egg, uh, we we will accept a Justin Fields apology from Andy in due course. We we'll wait for him to come to that on his own. Yeah, it's unfortunate that we have to you know, kind of be this patient with it when the results are very obvious. We're second, you know, through the second season of his NFL career, the Peterman came in yesterday and was flashing. He looked awesome. They were they, icing him. They, they kept yeah. subbing in Tim Boyle because the Peterman was doing too well. They were, they, I think they were concerned that they were going to win the game. Exactly. Uh, lose that number one draft pick, which <laughs> that's hilarious in and of itself. Um, yeah, just really, really concerning stuff from up in Chicago. Uh, Chicago's Big Ten team, even. Uh, well, we got NFL. We, we, we Obviously, the playoffs are set. We're, we're going to finish this show with NFL talk. Uh, TC, we got a huge announcement. Are you ready? I think we just I – th- I think we go into it. Lay it on them, Randy. 2023, we are officially opening a Trap Draw listener line. We get so many messages – whether it's something we've talked about, people adding a little bit more color, context to stories. Uh, Perhaps it's folks reaching out, hey, keep an eye on this. I hope this is on your radar. Honestly, just tons and tons of good messages. So we're like, how can we involve people in the show? We got to do a listener line, and now we have one. 
The number will be in the show notes, but I want to read it here for you all. It is 833-330-8725. That is now officially the Trap Draw listener line. Our plan is maybe we're going to prompt you um, on a certain week. You know, hey, give us your best story about this. I know other podcasts do it. I think it's a great idea. No reason we can't do it here. And perhaps it's just somebody like, hey, I have unique insight into something you talked about. Here's, you know, 60, 90 seconds of more context. We, we welcome those. But the plan is to open the listener line. We'll be listening to the messages. We're going to pick the, the, you know, one, two, three, four, whatever the number may be to play on the next chop session. Uh, and we want to incorporate you guys into the show. So we, we have a listener line TC. Yeah. And, uh, first of all, I love the, I love the number. It's, it's shades of, of the, uh, who's the Houston guy. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero. Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Yeah. Who? Mike Jones. <laughs> Who? Uh, uh, yeah. So it's you know there's a three three zero in there which I really appreciate. Uh, we're trying to get THG to call in occasionally as well. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you want to disguise your voice, if you're you know if you're coming with confidential or highly privileged information, and you know you want to disguise your voice, please please feel free to do that as well. Exactly. And and certainly don't leave your name or any, you know, identifying details if you don't want to do that. We uh, we, we will take anonymous messages yeah. as well. So so that's wide open. Hit us up at, at your leisure, at your at your want. And um, we'll, we'll see how this turns out this year. But I'm very excited for it. Um, I think I got bad news. I got bad news. Uh, yeah. Hit me, T.C. I got 129 tabs open on my phone. TC, we were we were making progress. We were going in a good direction. What happened? I just, I don't know, man. I just didn't. I didn't get there before the end of the year. It was too busy with the kiddos, and it slipped my mind. I'm. I got a flight tomorrow uh, on Delta. Actually, Delta upgraded me, flying into Laguardia tomorrow. They are. Uh, I, I will be using that flight. Uh, on, I, I assume, free Wi-Fi now on Delta, by the way. I think that uh, starts February 1st, I saw. Okay, okay. Um, but I, I will be working to get this number well down under under 50. I can't remember what I put in the goals. Yeah, I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to look. I forget already. Uh, but dang it, TC, I hate seeing you backslide. I know. I will say my mom sent me a really, really nice Martha Stewart article after listening to the Goals podcast, which she loved. Uh, she about different cooking techniques mm. and like the the twenty techniques that every every home cook should should master. So I will be using that as a guide. Your mother Peg is a, a wonderful wonderful chef, which you know, and I, I lo- I'm a big Martha Stewart guy. She spent some time in the pen, you know. Of course, she's better. Respect for it. it. Yeah, respect. Uh, we got a few we got a few things on on Neil's Ivy League corner. What what where do you want to start here? Yeah, I just wanted to, first of all, <laughs> we saw it the other day, they're bringing in uh, Hillrod as a uh, professor of global affairs. <laughs> what a, what a, what a hire, what a hire. Uh, and then they're building a new business school that uh, reflects, quote, what this school's leadership sees is essential to the sprawling aspirations it has for its graduates to do good as they make money, lots of money. Yeah, unquote. so so that's interesting, right? Yeah. Um, you know, trying to 
trying to thread the needle between doing good and just making a lot of money. That's always a tough one to thread. Uh, <laughs> but what's really interesting to me is how they've they're, they're trying to incorporate that mission into the design of their business school. I it it quickly just falls apart, and I, I feel like it's just like what what are we even doing here, guys? Uh, just just design the building as you you want to design the building. Don't don't try Ph- to philosophy through through architecture. Uh, yeah, right? I I mean maybe somebody can can educate me on that, but um, kind of a vapid belief that we're trying to tie this architecture to. So good luck. Though. Lastly, good luck with the building. <laughs> yeah, just some just some Neil adjacent stuff uh, going on up in New York. Uh, Neil's guy James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks, uh, Madison Square Garden, among other things. Uh, is using facial recognition technology to ban his enemies and, and other people that are suing him from the garden, uh, which I thought was fantastic. I think that involves people like Charles Oakley. I think Charles Oakley has been yeah. banned from, from the garden. I'm not sure who else is on that list. But like people that are that are party, like that are representing someone like a plaintiff who's suing him in a lawsuit. Oh, is I see. Okay. Basically being like they, they, they're loading these people's images into some sort of database and then if somebody tries to go to a Knicks game or a Harry Styles concert or something like they're getting stopped at the entrance to MSG and taken away that's unbelievable yeah that feels not good that's yeah that's not good um what's it oh the NYU students are yeah there was something about this was in the New York Times there's an there's an organic chemistry professor at NYU. It sounds like he's been there forever. Uh, and he just runs a really, really hard program. Just runs a really tough class. I think the pass-fail rate stinks. Uh, and it sounds like students have gotten just softer and softer since COVID. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, it's like a, it's a weed-out course, right? And, like, I don't, want, I don't want special privileges or people that aren't passing organic chemistry to be working on my ear, nose, and throat, right? Or I don't want them exactly. working on, you know, my knee, right? So I feel like there should be standards here. Yeah, it should be tough. Do, do we know what has become of this OCHEM professor? I think they've, I'm not sure. They've like suspended him or, or they've, they've basically overruled him on certain things um, as far as, you know, teaching, like as far as some of the pass fail stuff. TC, uh, this is just breaking across the wire, uh, actually as of October of last year. But <laughs> it says NYU has fired this professor. Oh, they fired him. After wow. students say his class was, quote, too hard. I hate that, Randy. This is hate M- that. Matlin Jones Jr., I believe. Uh, Maitland. Maitland. Maitland Jones Jr. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. That's uh, terrible. Horrible. Yeah. So, uh, and that—that's all for Neil's he 80, Ivy League. He's eighty-four this week. years old. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. They just don't make students like they used to. No, they don't. You know? No, they don't it's at bad. all. Bad. Very bad. Uh, I—I I, I threw some THG updates in here. Uh, Tim Ream. Since the last time that we hopped on, Tim Ream scored his first Premier League goal and signed a new contract. Um. To which, uh, well, we yeah. gleefully were telling T. I mean, Tim Ream is just stunting <laughs> in THG's ass at this point. It, I've never seen anything like it. And so we, we and went to THG for comment. THG responded with, 
Miss Me with the 35-year-old scores his first Premier League goal BS. It was essentially a video of the Make-A-Wish old man dying of cancer, running in a flag football TD as the players cheer and (laughs) wave him through. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. THG is going to die on this hill. I love it. Um, we, we THG also, it, it's got to be noted, THG, uh, we have a rule in our fantasy football league. Did we talk about this at all? Well, we talked about the last one. Yeah, but I, I think we talked about THG being a victim of the rule. But uh, So THG made the top six, but there was a guy outside the top six that had top three points so essentially THG got bumped from the playoffs because of this rule and then the guy that got led into the playoffs went on to win our league um, which was just a triumph this was this was one of the commish our, our beloved dear friend the commish may he rest in peace wherever he is uh, this was his vision to award teams for for strong strong point accumulation that might not have a win-loss record reflective of how many points they've scored. So just just couldn't have been better that it happened to THG. Yeah. Speaking of, of the commish, my mom was interrogating me at Christmas dinner about, you know, have we reached out to the commish? Have we talked to him? Have we – I just don't feel like it's our place, well, right? He's made his decision and – yeah. I mean, we have tried, but at this point, you're exactly right. I don't, I don't know what else he's, there's left for us to do. He's still on our text thread. Uh, yeah, he hasn't responded in, you know, well over a year now. I think since uh, August of 2021, right? Because didn't he, didn't he quit our yeah. fantasy football league right before the season started? Yeah, and that was the last time we've spoken to him. So, if there's any sleuths out there, online sleuths out there, out in out in the desert plex, out in uh, Phoenix, Glendale, Scottsdale area, and you see the commish, tell them, tell them we miss him. Tell them we miss him. Commish, if you're listening and you want to drop us a line on the, on the new listener line, please feel free. We would love that as well. Um, all right, TC, we got a lot of stuff we're monitoring. We can run through this list, and then we'll get into some, some NFL playoff talks. Um, let, let, me, let me set you up here. I mean, we just saw – an absolute debacle from Southwest airlines over the holidays with the, with the flight cancellations. We've seen just how ineffectual mayor Pete has been as uh, secretary Pete, secretary Secretary Pete. Pete. Yeah. Has been in um, holding these, these airlines to account. Where are we? What, What are your takeaways here? Yeah. A lot of people were calling for an emergency trap draw, uh, chop session on, you know, right, right there around, uh, slightly after Christmas. I mean, you know, like I said all along, Southwest, they're running a JV operation, right? Bad technology, point-to-point bullshit, just not not equipped to not equipped to be a modern airline. Simple as that. And meanwhile, they're paying out stock buybacks. Massive. And, Massive. You know, bad shit, man. Bad shit. So, Big-ass uh, dividend. Big stock buybacks. Yeah, I, I, I just, you know, I've got a... I've got a problem with Southwest as well because they're so fucking smug. Every time you get on one of those flights, it's, you know, oh, like it's so overly chipper and they're doing a little dance for the safety demo and all that. It's get it out of my face. It stinks. The The seats thing stinks. It all stinks. Well, you can act like that if, if your operations are tight, if you're handling yeah. your business. But we don't, yeah, we don't need the jokes. We don't need the, the, 
the show and dance uh if you know if we can't get flights in the air and if we're losing baggage i will say it was really disappointing seeing our friend ben rector try to go to bat for southwest i was i was very disappointed in that that was tough and and, and then you get people you know riding for jet blue jet blue is a shell of what it was five ten years ago and just because they have a good transcontinental you know lay flat offering does not mean that they're a good airline all right amen um but yeah, I, I think with Southwest as well, it's just it's, it's just a sorry state of affairs mm-hmm. over there. It's really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our good friend KVV was caught up in the mess. Yeah, that's uh, right. Trying to get out to Montana. Um, it, it just sucks. Even, you know, even your girl, Lori Lightfoot, was, was fired up about it. My guy, JB Pritzker, also. Of course. It, this is, you know, this is, you know a, a real unifying event. I, it was. Yeah. Bipartisan. I mean, everybody was getting in Southwest ass, except for Secretary Pete, apparently. Yeah. Uh, maybe so, maybe he wrote a strongly worded letter. I'm not sure. Not good. Not good. Elsewhere on the on the uh, the airline front, United is bringing back the Sunday cart uh, in Polaris first class. Big big news uh, as we head into to, uh, 2023. I'm so happy for you, TC. Congratulations. And then. Uh, Big news for you, man. American is is going heavy. They've they've announced that they're going heavy into CVG mm. in 2023. Yeah, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky International Airport, Southwest Americans coming. Southwest Ohio, uh, tri-state area, folks. Be be forewarned. Um, be vigilant yes, out there. Yes. you saw what happened to THG. Exactly. I've my parents have a flight. On American coming up uh, in a couple weeks out of CVG on American. We'll be very curious to see how that goes. We may have to have them call into the listener line uh, to give us a review. That's right. That's right. Uh, TC, I think the next place we got to go, kind of one in the same, Brazil. Shit is popping off in Brazil uh, all the while. Our guy, Bolsonaro, is in Florida, TC. He's like two hours away from you. He's in Orlando. He's wandering around Publix aimlessly. I, although although I, I'm not sure if he's still wandering around aimlessly. Uh, I did see that he was wearing pants in the video that, that was circulating around from Publix. He was also wandering around a, a neighborhood talking to some Brazilian nationals there. Uh, and but it appears he's, he's now in the hospital, Randy? Just breaking this morning, he's been admitted to a, an Orlando area hospital with, quote, uh, severe abdominal pain. So mm. we will, of course, be keeping our, our eyes and ears open on that. But, yeah, good to see him. You know, good to see him in Florida. I feel like, God, he's going to thrive in Florida. I feel like if, if there's a man for the moment in that state, it's uh, it's our guy. Is it Jair? Is that how you pronounce it? I think Jair. Yeah. yeah. Jair and Daddy D. I know. Should get together. That's what I mean. This, this is, uh, God, the, the possibilities are endless. I loved the, uh, you know, the like the whole Congress and speaking of architecture from earlier, the architecture of the Brazilian federal government, like their their capital, is sick. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like the global home for the PGA Tour. <laughs> yeah, it seems like some moats or something, yeah. uh, some orbs. Yeah, uh, you know, kind of some some very very modern like you know, kind of looks like the UN headquarters a little bit in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, well, his his crazies were were storming it, just just you know acting a fool. So speaking of, uh, of that. stuff that 
that right up your alley. Uh, somebody released the uh, the returns for congressional personal investments. Yes. Some wild, wildly outsized returns on there, Randy. You wanna you wanna fill us in? <laughs> well, first of all, yes. I I think we should start with congratulations to uh, representatives <laughs> Patrick Fallon and Debbie Schultz. They um, seemingly realized returns over fifty percent in twenty twenty two, which is just remarkable. You know, as <laughs> as the stock market really, really. Um, got beat up as inflation rose and rates rose. Uh, good to see them still pulling in over 50% returns. We might have to ask Cody. It looks like Pat Fallon is from the 4th District of Texas. I don't know exactly mm. where that is, um, but we're gonna we're just going to assume this is Cody's boy. And then... How'd Nancy do? I, she wasn't on there. I don't know. I huh. Yeah. And then I think this Debbie Schultz... TC, this is this is Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I was gonna say from from Florida's twenty fifth. You know, uh, just one of the best Democrats there is. So, <laughs> huh, truly, truly the worst of the worst. How how we can't? I mean, I know how we can't, but we'll continue to bang the drum that uh, you know trading on congressional activity and insider information is just it needs to be outlawed. It needs to be banned. Period. Point blank. I bet you and your guy Matt Matt Getz need to get together and, and get that on the agenda. Did you get caught up in any of that? He's, house he's on the stuff? term limit stuff too. Like I, I, I feel like I feel like you've got a, you know, you've, you've got kind of an ally there. Yeah, Getz. What's he a Tampa guy or Orlando? I bet him and I think he's like Panhandle. Okay, he's like over in the hinterlands over there. He, he might Panama City. He might be making some some calls to Bolsonaro. Um, <laughs> Did you do? Were you were you enjoying any of the the Speaker of the House election stuff last week? I caught I caught up on it yesterday morning. I was kind of uh, checked out late last week yeah. on it, but yeah, just you know, <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> just a just a sh- well. I hate seeing your girl Marjorie Taylor Green and and my girl Lauren Boebert. I, I think they're enemies now at odds. Yeah, yeah. I think they're getting torn and I, apart. You know, I love that. I love that uh, MTG has has DT in her phone as DT. <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, anyway, yeah, Patrick Fallon, Debbie Schultz, good good on you guys. Uh, yeah. TC, I'm seeing a note here that Japan intercepted some Chinese drones. It did. It did. They intercepted some Chinese drones. It appears North Korea was trying to fly drones over the South Korean border as well. Um, both not good. Hmm. Uh, and then I put a note on here about the Russian sausage tycoon, Pavel Antov. Um, you know, I guess he... Did he take a fall? He died in India. Yeah, it took took some sort of fall. Um, you know, I'm sure completely accidental. Yeah. Um, out of a, a window in uh, in a hotel room. So, Dang. Um, you know, that. all these Russian guys, they, they just keep jumping out of windows. I know. That's, Bad. that's you know, it's kind of like once is what? Once is an event, twice is a coincidence three times i don't know tc maybe we have a pattern we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that uh on a more somber note uh, the suspect in the what was it the quadruple homicide up at idaho university was apprehended uh i believe in the poconos in pennsylvania and flown back yeah. to idaho recently continues to be a weird story i i honestly admittedly have not read a, a whole lot about it though 
that one kind of captured me. I'm not like a big like true crime or I'm not a big crime guy, but that one, there was something weird about that from the very jump. Like I remember the day after that happened, I was like, there's something weird. And they said there was no, there was no danger to the general public and all of that. It, you know, uh, I guess the guy drove cross country with his father in the vehicle that they were, that they were looking for this white Hyundai Elantra. Uh, he had changed the license plates. I guess they had they had gone through his parents' um, his parents' like garbage to get DNA samples, hmm. and then found that like it was a high probability that the suspect was related to the father and all that. So kind of a wild deal. Have, uh, have Washington they, State. Have they spoken student. to any type of motive? Like that's what's always just struck me is it seems so weird and random. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the guy was a criminal justice like PhD student and he was like sourcing ideas or like sourcing, um, you know, different like Intel for his program off of Reddit as well. So very, very strange story. I also want to apologize. We said Moscow, it's Moscow, Mm. Moscow, Idaho. Okay. So had a few people reach out on that. Um, in, in less somber news, your guy, Bobby Petrino. Oh, We'll do some random sports hits here. Bobby Petrino joins uh, Jimbo Fisher's staff down in College Station. Bunch of sick people down there. DJ Durkin, who, you know, very, very bad rep for him as well. Uh, He's the D coordinator. I'm shocked they haven't gotten Art Bryles on staff yet. I know. That feels like a real opportunity. Texas A&M was already one of the most unlikable programs anywhere. And I guess adding a guy like Petrino, (laughs) they're they're making a real play on – who do we have as the most unlikable? I mean, I always feel like Baylor's up there. Liberty's certainly made a strong run over the last few years. Uh, Penn State is just continuing. Penn State, to be Ohio a cult. State. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Texas A&M's really putting their foot forward and Auburn. And Auburn's that always top a candidate. Spot. Yeah. I saw they introduced Hugh at the basketball game this weekend. <laughs> what a world. What a world. Uh, I mean, that A&M team's not going to win, what, more than eight games next year max correct yes yeah Yeah. it seems like the portal's not not uh maybe not gonna treat them well either also just a few other notes i don't know if you saw michael van gerwin my guy his battle against this smith guy he narrowly missed a nine darter and then smith quote-unquote pinned a perfect leg just incredible stuff i have no idea how darts works or how these (laughs) matchups work or anything like that but i was so excited watching it well, that's all that counts. I, uh, that that's really all that counts. Um, I mean, it was it was fucking electric. Like it was it was incredible. It was some of the most high level sports I've ever watched. I will say this too. There's something about uh, British announcers. I assume the videos that were online were were British broadcasting videos. They they produce really good sports broadcasters that that have uh, an ability to just make you feel like whatever you're watching is the most important thing in the world. Amen. Amen. And just, you know, all those close-ups, it was, it was fantastic. So I had some, I had some darts people getting after me because I said I was gutted for Van Gruen. I guess it was basically like the equivalent of like him losing the first set. Okay. You know, in like a 10 set match or whatever, but okay. All right. Neither here nor there. All right. So uh, folks, uh, folks wanted to make sure we knew that the Brewers Clubhouse was burglarized in uh, last September. We 
we've asked DJ for his whereabouts around that time. He claims he was actually in Marymount in Cincinnati, Ohio, for our NLU reunion weekend and the uh, the LPGA event there. But we we have some work to to check on his alibi. We're monitoring. Yes, it, you know, um, and then I big updates coming through in the in the YSL case. Uh, we got 372 witnesses on the list. Uh, I'm getting reports that that Gunna is possibly snitching. Oh, uh, that's your, not good. Your guy Takashi six nine says it's it's definitely the case. Uh, and then the judge was spitting bars from slime shit uh, <laughs> from the bench. This that mob shit. Fuck the judge. Cooking with white brick. Hey, I'm in the VIP and I got that pistol on my hip. Uh, hey, stuff like that. Mm. So. Uh, it was, it was, that's just, that, that's going to be one of the highlights of 2023. That's the, the Rico case against young. Thug. It's the gift that keeps on giving for sure. Uh, was, wasn't Takashi six, nine, wasn't he the guy that, uh, president Trump worked on, like getting him released or something? Yeah. I think he got, like he, he got outed as a snitch for something else. Okay. It was bad. And then, yeah. And then six, nine, he, I, I think he had some sort of pardon. Yeah, or there was something going on. Uh, anyway, and then like like he got shot at it at LAX, I think, or got into some sort of altercation at LAX, which is which feels very trap draw centric. Yeah, that's you know that's, that's a lot of that Venn diagram is right in our you know we're right in the yeah. middle of that Venn diagram. Uh, did you see the Office Space inspired crime? I did. I've read a little bit about it. Um, for anybody that's not aware, there's a New York Times article, uh, the the title "Office Space Inspired Engineers Theft Scheme." Police say, and um, the the details. This was from January fourth. Authorities said a software engineer in Washington State stole more than three hundred thousand from his employer and named the scheme after the nineteen ninety nine workplace comedy. <laughs> Uh, er- Erman Ildo Valdez Castro of Tacoma. He was basically skimming shipping fees, I think, over like a separate account. Yeah, exactly. Just just rerouting, I think, like some shipping payment stuff uh, to to an account he controlled, and just you know, a, a pure volume play, making pennies or fractions of pennies every time. Finally added oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, your girl Lisa Khan and the FTC moving to ban non-competes. This is big. My antitrust people were so so excited about this. I actually, I, admittedly, I got to do a lot more reading on this, but seems like a pretty important uh, potential policy coming down the pipeline. And I do want to say, I'm, I'm curious how this will affect you. I know you and DJ have had a long-standing non-compete, uh, Indian-bred non. I'm, we I'm have. curious how that's going to affect things for you guys. Well, that, that's been tougher. We've, we, that, that's been paused temporarily because we, we live in different cities. But if we are in the same place at the same time, we have to break bread together, uh, break the non together. But uh, I'm curious, like, is this non-compete basically as a, as a condition for employment? Or is this non-compete of like, you know, like if you have a, let's say you get like a severance package from a company you know, one of the clauses can be a non-compete with that because they feel like two different things, right? It seems like two different scenarios for a non-compete. And this is where I, I admittedly, I probably should have done a little bit more reading before before we spoke today. I'm not sure the, 
the specifics yet. So we'll this is why we have we have a ton of lawyers that, that you know, listen to us. I'm sure folks can educate us on on yeah. on the the ramifications of this. Let's see, TikTok, TC, TikTok. Yeah, a lot we of don't spying. have to go. I mean, they were spying yeah. on you know BBC journalists. Uh, not good there, Randy. I hope your shit's on lock. It is. You know. Yeah. Hope you're not all over TikTok. No. Uh, El Chapo's son got pinched. Yeah, what 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 he get arrested for? Big news. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, you know what they're trying to get him on. Um, you know, I, I think U.S. government had a big warrant out for him. Sounds like shit is popping off down in Sinaloa. Um, basically, like, it sounds like borderline civil war at this point down in that part of Mexico. Mm. They were trying to shoot down like a commercial or a like a. Mexican Air Force 737 uh, that was coming in with, with, you know, all sorts of troops. They were, you know, they, they, uh, they like hijacked an ambulance. They were hijacking the press's cars, all sorts of shit. Not good. Hmm. Um, so, all right. Well, TC, did you see this? Uh, there was, uh, <laughs> it might've been a TikTok or whatever. There was a video making the rounds this weekend on the Las Vegas Hyperloop. Did you happen to see that? I did after you sent it to me. Uh, yeah, very, uh, very, uh, reminiscent of, of a subway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe the biggest brain of the big brain shit. Uh, it looks so stupid. Uh, essentially what it is, they've, they've built this underground tunnel, in Las Vegas, um, the guy who did the video was like, oh, I have a 20-minute walk. Instead of doing that, why don't I go down to the Hyperloop? And so you like go down underground, and then they just have these people driving Teslas, essentially like a taxi stand. You go wait in line, <laughs> hop in a Tesla with like other people, and then they just drive you through this little tunnel and say, here you go. You get out, and you go up the escalator, and you're you know, probably not even a mile down the, down the road. It truly, truly, truly looks like the dumbest, the dumbest thing ever. Um, I mean, it's basically like making tack or making subway the most inefficient yes. thing you could possibly yes. do. Because instead of like a subway train, right, with multiple cars that can hold a ton of people, uh, we're just going to send Tesla cars and like pick up one, two, three people at a time. And they're not even self-driving because the self-driving sucks and it, you know, it wants to follow the roads above the street instead of the little tunnel below. Uh, would love to know how much the, the city or county of Las Vegas uh, put into this. But Randy, I want to send you to CES sometime because I think that's why everybody was out there for CES, which is like the big consumer electronics show. Oh, God. Uh, and, you know, there's all these big, big glowing brain ideas, <laughs> connected devices, all sorts of all that shit. I would love, I would love to just put a camera on you and have you walk around the different booths, and demonstrations, and give your two cents. I can't imagine. You know how much I used to hate going to the PGA convention every year. Speaking <laughs> of, are you going down to that? Me. Are you? That's coming up. I yeah, think. I think I got to go down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm taking Alex to uh, going to Amsterdam and Paris for next oh, week. Sick. For, little uh vacation for her birthday uh for dealing with all my bullshit you know all year and then uh and then i'm coming back i'm like flying back on tuesday night i think i'm gonna go to the pga show (laughs) i think i'm gonna go down for the day on thursday Uh, fortunately godspeed godspeed dreading it already uh some well some wells fargo news it's been a minute (laughs) always good to get some wells fargo news it's been a minute uh a two for one special too. A bogo. The, uh, a bogo. Yeah. The uh which, you know, kinda in keeping with their uh 
there, you know, you open up one, one checking account, you probably got another one, mm-hmm. you know, unbeknownst. Uh, they finally paid off the, the $3.7 billion settlement. Um, was that to the FTC as well? Who could say? Yeah. So basically for all the malfeasance uh, earlier on last decade. Uh, and then um, the, they, they had a VP arrested and fired for uh, urinating on a fellow passenger on a flight. Yeah, that was that was a fun one to read about. Um, it was an Air India passenger. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher his name, but uh, I don't know. But uh, it was reported. <laughs> it's not important. No, no, no. It's not important. Uh, I guess I guess um, people are getting after India's aviation regulator, though. Uh, or no, excuse me, the other way. India. So this would be like Mayor Pete, you know, actually doing something. The 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 Secretary Pete equivalent in India. India's aviation regulator scolded Air India this week for being quote unprofessional and quote devoid of empathy in its handling of a wow. bizarre incident in late November in which a male passenger allegedly urinated on a woman during a November 26th flight from New York to, to Delhi. Uh, uh. The, the male passenger has since been identified as a Wells Fargo vice president, Shankar Mishra, uh, who is... Which, I mean, banks have tens of thousands of vice yeah, presidents, yeah, right? But he uh, he subsequently been fired. Hate it. Yeah. Hate it. Randy, funny, funny thing. Uh, Air, Air India can still fly through Russian airspace. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like American and a couple other uh, had canceled some newly announced, you know, Indian routes and operations just because it was going to be way too hard to fly those from the U.S. But Air India keep on trucking because they can they can fly them. Yeah. Kind of wild. I guess I guess what people were so upset after the incident, the, the crew on the flight reportedly brought Mishra face to face with the victim against her wishes. Mm-hmm. And he begged her for forgiveness. Quote, that did mm. not go over well. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, tough, tough. Uh, you sent this over. Hooters shutting down and, and rebranding after a new study shows that millennials, quote, aren't that into boobs? Uh, yeah. I did. This was from the Daily Loud, so I, d- so I don't know if it's reputable. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably false, So, but it, it, it caught my <laughs> attention. Uh, but I, I think... As I'm typing, uh, USA Today has a fact check, quote, false claim Hooters is shutting down oh, and rebranding. I hate that from, from uh, Daily Loud. Yeah. So uh, maybe, the millennials, cousin, maybe the millennials still are into boobs. I don't know. They just want some like boob, boob NFTs and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my cousin, who's a chef, I think I've talked about this before. Uh, he swears, he's like a chicken wing enthusiast, makes, makes the best chicken wings you've ever had. He says that out of all the national chains or even regional chains, Hooters by far has the best wings. You know, you've told me that, and that's probably the one thing I always think of first when I see or hear about a Hooters now is that exact statement. Yeah. Good for them. Um, you know, good chicken wing. Yeah. yeah it's delicious. Uh, good segue, though, yeah. to some big, some big food <laughs> news here, yeah. TC. Yeah, a lot of food news. Uh, Noma is closing. DJ sent that over this morning. I'm, I'm still processing that. Kind of a bummer, but also they've had a long run. It, it sounds like, you know, he just can't. It's just not a viable model anymore. 
it's got to be hard to to hmm. to live up to that standard, that expectation, day after day, year after year. Uh, I think from a like I, I I think the model is broken from a fine dining standpoint as well, just the financial model of it. Yeah. Um, you know all the labor that has to go into that. Also, Thomas Keller's golf clubs are missing. Uh, he posted that this morning on Instagram. A lot of people sent me that. I guess FedEx is at fault. You know, Keller Keller plays in the. Uh, <laughs> I believe he plays in the Napa uh, Pro-Am every year, and I think he plays in, in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am every year. Um, this, hate seeing TK. This is the French Laundry guy? Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. You ever read at the French Laundry, Randy? No, no. I grab Max Homa has, though. ZB has as well. And Governor Newsom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Governor <laughs> Newsom. Big-time big customer there. Have so. you? I have not, no. I've had an opportunity to. Um but didn't didn't make the trip out. Yeah. For it. So one day. One day, babe. Maybe not one day. You know, seeing as what Noma's doing. Noma was on my bucket list. That's true. So maybe you could take TK uh, some clubs. Yeah. All right, you want to talk some NFL? Yeah, let's talk some NFL. Uh obviously the playoffs are set. Before we get to the schedule, maybe we do a some quick picks. Uh Black Monday, always one of the most fun days. We we know Lovey of uh Coach Smith of the Texans has been fired. What a disaster winning that game yesterday. What what a what a unmitigated disaster. The Texans fall to the two to the uh to the second slot in the draft. Lovey gets fired. Cliff, our guy Cliff in Arizona has gotten fired. One year after signing an extension. They have they have fired Cliff. Uh we both hate that job though because we don't believe in Kyler Murray at all. Yeah, that's insane. Like, well, Lovey getting broken off just hours after losing, and then and then putting some some quotes out there of like, "Of course we were trying to win," kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, what a what a fucking rancid rancid organization the Texans are. Yeah, yeah. And really the Cardinals for that matter too. You know, yeah, you're tied to him. Your boy JJ Watt retired yesterday too. I know. I, you know, I know he certainly enhanced your enjoyment of uh, of NFL. Uh, you know, over the years, very very stimulating uh, player. Did were, were, was that emotional? Were you watching that his final game yesterday? I was, I was. No, I, I was not. They were they were playing the Niners. I caught a little bit of it. Um, I stopped by to get a beer and um, just a I, like. I don't think the Niners got out of many of their base sets. Like that's a it's a just a fucking bad team. The Cardinals are. I, I, Niners have won ten in a row now, Randy. Yeah, that's. The Cardinals need a hard reset, and uh, which kind you know, Kime they need to go ahead and break him off as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how does Casario still have a job? Like, 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 what are the Texans trying to do? Oh, I have no idea. I I have Down zero there. idea. Why well, I don't know what they've been trying to do for years and years. Do you think the C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young are any good? Uh God, that's a loaded question. I I wouldn't be jonesing for either. To lead my team, uh, I think they're both nebbish. Frankly, I think CJ's less nebbish. CJ's less nebbish, but of course, there's concerns. He's just been in the Ohio State system where they have pros at wide receiver. They have advantages all across the field. I don't trust Ohio State quarterbacks at all. And then Bryce Young, he is legitimately nebbish. So I, I have no idea. I. I, I wouldn't be in a hurry to to hand the keys to him, but I'm sure 
I'm sure that's who the Texans are. I mean, I've heard kind of Bryce Young is is the top quarterback at this point, but man, I I, I texted you. We were talking about this a few a few weeks ago. I think we're in an era of like every college quarterback stinks yep. until proven otherwise. Got to you got to show me. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't no. trust anybody these days. Do you think that Levis guy from Kentucky's any good? No, I mean not particularly. He's got a big frame, you know. I, th- I think he's more the prototypical. I, th- I think people see images of of Josh Allen dancing in their head when they look at him. But I think a guy like Josh yeah. Allen's the exception, and and to expect you know the next guy that comes along to be like him, I mm, I don't think so. I I, I also want to say it's not. Black Friday. I feel bad saying it's like our favorite day because a bunch of like assistants and you know other staff get fired as well. <laughs> so it's you know no on a human level keeping it in course, perspective, but just yes. from like oh my god, yes. what are teams doing? And you know, there's always a surprise firing or two. It, it's more interesting or enjoyable just from a you know being a fan and trying to figure out what teams are are doing. I guess any uh, any substance to the rumors about Tomlin potentially. I haven't heard going down to Carolina. Oh God, I haven't heard any Tomlin rumors. Maybe that's just a Florio special, <laughs> you know, like hashtag league sources. But uh, yeah, I, I'd heard that. Uh, Sean Payton said he's talking to the Broncos. Yeah. Um, already Harbaugh sounds like he's he's got one foot out the door. Like I would be shocked to see Harbaugh not go to the Colts, right? That's what seems like it makes the most sense, but I I don't know. I will say Harbaugh, the NFL is a better place when Harbaugh is a head coach in the NFL. I, I don't like him as much being a college coach, certainly not at Michigan. I, I'd much rather have him and his whole deal in the NFL. I think it makes things a lot more Agreed. interesting. Agree. What do you think your guy uh, McVay? Anybody else going to do you think? I think. Do you think he's going to step I mean, I've away? I've all year. Yeah, I'm shocked he even came back this year. Um, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, they've mortgaged the next seven years from a cap perspective, they have no picks. They have, you know, I don't know. It just seems like he needs a hard reset. Yeah. He's been going at it pretty hard and, you know, pretty firm and fast. It's yeah. I, I, I would be shocked if he doesn't hang it up. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting what Carolina does. You know, they played pretty good football under Steve Wilkes. He would seem like the leader to just be made the, the permanent coach there. I saw the Browns fired their D coordinator today. I'm, I wouldn't mind seeing the Browns just clean house on the coaching side. Yeah, I'm not really sure what Stefanski's done to to deserve that job ongoing. I, I, I that's a that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, you know, Watson's been an unmitigated disaster. Uh, where although I I will shout out Mister Unlimited, he looked great yesterday, Randy. <laughs> Do you think there'll be any surprise firings? Like who's who's the guy? I'm I'm thinking of like you know. People have been like, is Robert Sala's job safe with the Jets? Do you anticipate there being a, an out-of-the-left-field firing that we just didn't really see coming? Um, I mean, I'd fire Vrabel, but that's just because I don't like Vrabel. <laughs> they lost seven in a row as well. What a meltdown. You know? I, f- I mean, I feel like at this point, like Belichick needs to start getting on the hot seat for employing Matt Patricia. Oh, uh, yes. And, it's and so two bad. of his sons. It's uh, that's an abomination. My thing is, and we'll get to it, I guess, with the 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 playoffs settings. Like, is Staley safe if the Jags beat 
the Chargers this week? Especially after yesterday playing Mike Williams and getting getting him hurt. Uh, I like man, the Chargers should be a lot better than they are, in my opinion. It always feels um, like that, and then. I mean, even this year, they only have like a plus seven point differential. They they always seem like they lose games they shouldn't. Yeah, and like it's just a weirdly constructed roster. I feel like Tom Telesco just just does some shit that isn't really my tempo. Yeah. Um, I mean, shit to the Bucks. Like, is that like the Bucks or the Saints? Like, are either of them right opening up? You think? Tough to tell. Uh, it seems like if the Bucks lose to the Cowboys, who knows about Brady and then, yeah, Bulls and the whole coaching staff there, no idea. Um, the other one I was going to say, if the, if the Cowboys get beat by the Bucks, does, is McCarthy? Dude, Dak looked fucking <laughs> awful yesterday. Yeah. Like, awful. Uh. I mean, like, really, really bad. Let's, let's, so. let's get into these. Uh, well, I guess, okay. Before we get into the to the games, um, well, you have a note here that RG three faked his wife's labor delivery. What <laughs> what what yeah, happened there? Did you see? Like he like he got like all dramatic. He left the set. Uh, I think it was the Thursday night game last week. I think or two weeks ago. He basically leaves the set because he thinks his wife's going into labor. She posts the next day. She's like, "Just kidding. Like I wasn't actually in labor." But he made this big grand exit and. And then, you know, tweeted about it and squeezed all the mileage he could out of it. RG3 needs to go away. <laughs> he seems like such a charlatan, man. It's like, I feel like RG3 and, and, and Russell Wilson need to, like, get together. Maybe with, like, J.J. Watt and, like, Philip Rivers. And Jack Collinsworth. Just like, yeah, and Jack. Yeah. So, like, put Jack and RG3 together. It would be, like, the most vapid yeah. show of all time. Um <laughs> And Cliff, too, now that he's available. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the bills Bengals situation, seemingly very, very awesome news on DeMar Hamlin. Uh, that was exceptionally uh, scary and yeah. and whatnot. Um, but we'd be remiss. Like, you know, I, I think it revealed character in a lot of situations. One of those being Mr. Poosh was telling us in his fantasy league he was pl- yeah. This was disg- this was fucking gross. Is- like like I I was legitimately ashamed to be Poosh's friend after. So this. Mr. Poosh held like a let's call it a four point lead in their in their in their league championship heading into Monday night. Poosh did not have anybody playing. His opponent had both Jamar Chase and T Higgins in that game, and I think Higgins got one catch for thirteen yards. Uh, it was actually the play Hamlin. Um, suffered the cardiac arrest on and po- and it was going to be a total shootout oh yeah like high te- like up tempo high scoring game again push push i think with that catch by higgins push was like a point and a half up again midway through the first quarter in what was going to be a shootout and push was not prepared to concede defeat to his opponent saying the rules are the rules the points are the points I will not concede defeat. And you and I were just aghast. I, I, I've never been so disappointed in him, even for his field's takes. It was one of the most low-character, like, bad-faith things I think I've ever seen anybody do in fantasy. And he kept saying, well, it's a scratch. Like, the game's a scratch. That just means, like, they didn't play it. I'm like, obviously there's, like, a fantasy league is not, like, you know, some wager with a faceless sports book or, you know, like... 
it's just not. It's a game between friends. Yes. Right? You would think. You would and, think. And Poosh, I mean, it was it was just you know he prides himself on you know he he said that that the Japanese don't don't surrender. Uh, you know, I would say, but they're also all about being honorable. Yeah. I, I think well. that's what really stuck um, for us. So 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 he was even refusing to, you know, even like provide options to fix it right he did say well we can just play week 18 you know we both just play week 18 but throw it all away away. i was obviously going to get beat in week 17 we'll just play a full new week which i I think is also i I don't like that either No, i don't like that and we were like poosh you would really accept a a fancy football championship under these conditions he was like yeah absolutely of course so then he he finally a couple of days later he circles back with us. He says, "What they 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 accepted a tie, I think. Uh, or they split it. I thought he took an L. I don't know how they got to it, but I do think he took the L. I'm not sure because he said, "quote He was tired of dealing with it." Yeah, which that's what happens when you don't do the right thing, Poosh. Yeah, yeah. So hated that. Hated 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 Poosh's fantasy championship putting a stain on the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. And I will say, yeah. TC, I think the, the NFL screwed the Bengals. But oh, they did, 100%. That's it didn't end up mattering. Not right? too much, except that the Bengals had a home game against the Bills essentially for the two seed, which got canceled. So now if the Bengals win yeah. and the Bills win, the Bengals will go to But Buffalo. the whole like coin toss thing for home field – Against the Ravens, oh, who they ridiculous, like, that was disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. And you know, they, like seeing as how Tomlin and is Harbaugh on the competition committee too. I don't know who's on it. I I don't know. I don't know. But it, it doesn't. The coin sound flip like the idea came committee. from the Ravens, and it was like, yeah, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, just because like I think that's the biggest thing that I took away from the whole Demar Hamlin situation was Zach Taylor like being a fucking leader in the moment and walking over and like I give him a ton of like gave him a ton of props on Twitter that night and I, I'll continue to like you know like showed immense class and grace and leadership like walking across the field when they were telling him to warm back up and basically saying like yo man like we're not doing yeah. this yeah I was so, which sh- shame on the league for even putting him in that position it's disgusting. Like Troy Vincent, get the fuck out I of know, here. I know. I know. What a shit show. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Goodell, all of them, man. It's so, it like it is so infuriating. So, it's so. There bad. were reports out yesterday at the Bengals game that uh, they were confiscating anti-Goodell signs in the in the seats, and they were like, "Yeah, man, the NFL is making us take these signs." Sorry. Just. God. the worst uh but on that note we have the playoff schedule um we do we, we have the the shanties versus the seahawks an nfc west rematch saturday afternoon it's kind of delicious yeah. i was a little surprised they put that game saturday afternoon uh, this is like the marvin lewis memorial uh early saturday you know seemingly lowest rating spot bengal bengals texans <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> titans against somebody yeah uh yeah that's um that's strange for sure uh i think it's a pretty pretty interesting matchup too you know seattle played them played them hard a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago 
uh, middle of December. And, you know, just, I don't know, Gino's had a hell of a year. Yeah, he has. Uh, obviously, this will be the third meeting. The Niners beat the Seahawks early September 27-7 to in, in San Francisco. And then the Niners won 21-13 in Seattle uh, in December. So, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's tough to beat the same team three times. But also with that said, like San Francisco is just better everywhere, seemingly. Um, yeah. So I guess as far as predictions go, I'd be shocked if the Seahawks won. Yeah. Um, but yeah, massive mea culpa on my end just for Peter Carroll and Chino and the whole operation. KBV was getting in our ass this morning on, on the text thread saying, you know, demanding an apology for Gino. I, I think I'll apologize for, for I guess, doubting Gino. Yes. Um, he was also throwing out some out-of-context stats that suggested Gino had a better year than Brown. Yeah, I was like, KVV, let's hold let's, the horses. Let's hold it there, yeah. man. I mean, obviously, Gino, I think I, I think this is going to end up being a, a career year for him, but who knows? You know, he might come back next year even better. Yeah. Um, but the Seahawks, I mean, for everybody thought easily going to be the worst team i mean they were the worst the the last pick in our nfl team draft uh which was a happy surprise for me they ended up going nine and eight and making the playoffs so yeah kudos yeah. kudos to them what uh rainy how long have they been doing this current format with only one team getting a buy i think they changed it this is either this this might be the third or fourth year they've done it you know remember there only used to be two wild cards and everybody would play yeah. wild card weekend and then they expanded it to three wild cards with the top seed getting the buy. I, I want to say maybe the third or fourth year, but that's off the top of my head. I don't know if I love it. I know. I there's there are a couple stinky games, right? Yeah. It's um especially with the mess with the canceled game, you know, it, it Kansas City just breezing to the bye doesn't quite sit right with me. Yeah. I I, I kind of like the old format too, I think. It just feels like there's two. There's just an extra shitty two teams team. that are heads and shoulders above yeah. everybody else, or two. Yeah, it just feels like you should be able like to. The, there should be more of a reward for for being like the second which best team. It's offense. the Dolphins, right, in the AFC. Like they, they've yeah. been awful the last month and a half, and the Seahawks in the yeah. NFC. Like, yeah, good story, but are they deserving of a playoff spot? Probably not. Like it's not. It's not raising the level of the playoffs no, at all. I don't think so it's either. Just, it's just more revenue. So well, it's the uh, Saturday night game. Yeah, obviously, I'm going to go San Francisco. Yeah, all right, there. we'll both take San Francisco. Saturday night, Jacksonville versus the Chargers, running it back in Duval on Saturday night. Uh, TC, you're you're buzzing. Yeah, talk I to am me buzzing. About the city. I'm buzzing. Got some tickets lined up, man. I don't know. Like, I would encourage people follow the Jaguars on like Instagram, and just watch like watch Doug Peterson speeches and watch him like interact with the team. It's so heartwarming. It's so cool. Like you can tell how much those guys respect him and how, uh, you know, Andrew Wingard in the post game, he's like, man, like it's so good. Like he's like, I've been here for a long time and it's so good to finally have a general like leading these men in this locker room. And it was an obvious shot at urban last year. And, uh, man, just seeing, seeing them finish nine and eight this year when what seven in a row to close out the year, like against a, good slate of opponents you know and just and then to do it against the titans i fucking hate that organization yeah. uh it was spectacular place was electric yeah it was awesome 
So that guy, what, who was that guy? I, the the guy playing the national anthem, <laughs> absolutely shredding his electric oh, guitar. Paul Wayne. Paul Wayne. Like just just Duval yes, AF. Yes, just a perfect. They should they should bring him back for this week. I mean, it was it was so good. It was up there with Whitney Houston playing the national anthem in 1991 at the Super Truly. Bowl during the you know, during the first Gulf War. Fantastic. I, uh, from my perspective, I, I'm glad this is a Saturday night game. I think this is a, a fun game. I think, obviously, a big yeah. spot for Herbert and the Chargers. God, I don't really know. I don't have a good feel or, or lean on this one. I mean, I, I think the safe pick would be taking the Chargers, but I, I think I'm going with Jax. I think that place is going to be electric. They're, they're going to be buzzing. Um Chargers got to come east. Chargers got to come east. Uh, Peterson obviously has coached big, big games before. I think he's going to have them prepared and ready. I think that was my biggest thing from the other night was like the Jags didn't really play that well on offense, and they got the no, W. No, they seemed very patient. encouraging. It, from, from an outsider's yeah. perspective, it seems like there was no panic. There was no, you know, yeah. they, they just stuck to the plan and, you know, hey, we're going to make a play defensively at some point, and they did. Yeah, I think uh, I think we match up pretty well. Tyson Campbell on the outside, you know, put him on Keenan. Rayshon Jenkins is playing out of his mind right now. Linebackers are awesome. Foyer is sweet. Um, Josh Allen's stepping up. We're seeing little flashes from the first round pick. Shit, we're even seeing flashes from from Chase on at uh, you know outside linebacker D end. So to me, it probably all comes down to like the defensive line or the the uh, the uh, O line. Like we're pretty banged up. Yeah. If we can hold them, because that was the one thing. Like the Titans don't have any pass rush going right now outside of like interior from Je- from uh, Jeffrey Simmons. So well, it feels like the Jaguars. I mean, I think we've said this before. It's it feels like the AFC South is will will run through Jacksonville for the foreseeable future, or it should. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, so all right. So if Herbert plays well, but they don't get the W, where do we land? Um. I think I land in the same spot I've always been. He's a good quarterback, and I think he. I I just can't abide by the the breathless, you know, greatest of all time talk that I hear coming from some circles. Stephen Ruiz, Stephen Ruiz specifically. Think things of that yeah. nature. Um, but yeah, I, this will be his first playoff game. Like I said, big spot. I, I I will go in with an open mind, and you know what? If if he absolutely puts it on the Jaguars. All credit to him. I, I think that'll be a, a very, very important step for him to take as as a as a quarterback. To to okay. Well, now you cement yourself a little bit. We we can talk about you now as truly, you know, a, a top four, top five quarterback. I'm going Jags, man. It's uh, you know, it feels like we're playing with house money. They're they're playing loose. They're playing patient. It seems like they feel like they belong, which is awesome. And but again, like this is all like a year and a half, two years ahead of schedule. Yeah. So. Well, I'm gonna take. I'm. I'm gonna be rooting for the Jags. That's my heart pick. So, uh, I'll. I'll. I'll be there right. Right with you, TC. The Sunday early game, Buffalo versus Miami. I. I guess this all hinges on the Miami quarterback situation. Is you know is Tua alive? I think Teddy's. It seemed like Teddy was maybe more of a certainty to be out. I mean, I Miami has no shot if it's if it's Skyler. Uh, Skyler Thompson. Thompson, yeah, I think I think they have no shot at all if if he's the quarterback. Yeah, you know this is what happens when you got nebbish quarterbacks. Yeah. You know this this is the risky run. Uh, it was good to see the Dolphins kind of 
grab their sack a little bit towards the end of the year and get it done. Well, you know, well yeah, in. let's not give them too much credit. They they did just about the bare minimum, I think, to get in. I mean, they beat the Jets yesterday. Yeah, Joe Flacco and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> if Mike if Mike White's in there, there's no way they uh, get truly. The I mean, truly, I don't I don't think there's any way. But I mean. Where, speaking of the Jets, where do you think Zach Zach Wilson's playing next year? Um, I bet he's backing up somewhere like you know Houston or I. I he's he can't be in New York, right? There's no way. I don't think no. so. Like maybe. Does it? I I have no idea. I I have no idea. Like, do the Patriots take a flyer on a guy like that? Are are they happy with Mac? I I don't know. And Mac and his little noodle yeah. arm. Sounds I mean, like maybe the Cardinals. Sounds like Belichick's out on Mac. Maybe the Cardinals want a guy like that. Bridge the gap until Kyler's healthy. Who who knows? Yeah. Interesting times. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I got I got Buffalo. Yeah, I got Buffalo. I mean, they're yeah. playing. I I think that's maybe the most confident pick I have of uh, of the whole weekend. Well, the Niners too. The Sunday afternoon yeah. game, the fraudulent Vikings versus the Giants. I I don't know. This is in Minnesota. You know, it feels like maybe it could be one of those games. Kirk Cousins has a great stat line. Justin Jefferson goes crazy. I, I haven't watched hardly any New York Giant football, so I don't have a great feel for them. Uh, I, this is one I'm like, I really don't know which way we're going here. I think the Vikings... Uh, uh, last few years, the Vikings are like one of the teams I can figure out the least. It's crazy. They stink. They have no pass defense, which maybe sets them up well if they play good, you know, front seven against the Giants. The Giants don't have any receivers. They have zero weaponry. Like I don't, I don't know how Daniel Jones is doing what he's doing. You know, like how could how could Fields possibly be successful because he doesn't have any weapons? <laughs> Same thing with Daniel Jones. You know? Yeah, his his receiving core is is pretty thin. I will say this is a rematch. Minnesota beat the Giants on a sixty-one yard field goal, or actually it was Christmas Eve. So they played a, a pretty competitive game the first time. That's kind of how I feel this way. Like I think one of these teams is going to win by a field goal. Probably flip a coin for for which side that is. I think there should be a subjective team in the playoffs instead of like like for that last spot. That seventh spot. Well, that'd be the Seahawks. Choose it based that'd be on, the Seahawks. Yeah, let's get rid of the Seahawks and let's bring the Lions I, in. Yes. It's like everybody recognizes Detroit is playing better, probably a better team right now. Everybody wants to yeah. watch them. They're fun. They're interesting. Great uh, post-game interview last night. Oh, uh, my God, the Jamal Williams. <laughs> yeah. He went from Incredible. he went from legitimately crying to, like, shit-talking in – the snap of a finger. I was like, "What it was just happened?" Awesome. It was, it was it was aspirational. I think we got that dog in us, yeah. man. Hundred yeah. percent dog. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm gonna go Minnesota just because I feel like they've got some weapons, but not feel good okay. about it. I'll join you there. The game I'm most interested in Sunday night: the Bengals and the Ravens. I'm glad it's a night game. I think the environment's gonna be great yeah. in Cincinnati. I think this game is a lot about Lamar's status. That's an interesting story. Is is Lamar in operation shutdown without the contract next year? If he does play, obviously he hasn't played for like a month. Is you know what What's his injury? Is it was it a ankle? PCL. Okay. Which they say usually is like a two or three week thing. I think 
this Sunday will be like five weeks for him. I fully expect Lamar to play. The team split in the regular season. Baltimore won at home by two points on a last-second field goal, and then the Bengals just beat them yesterday. Uh, but the Ravens were starting a third-string quarterback. So I think no matter what, it's going to be – it's just going to be a, a dogfight. It's going to be physical, hard-hitting. Uh, I'm a little concerned if the Bengals – if they can win, I'm sure they're going to be beat up and then having to go to Buffalo. So it's yeah, it's a tough first round opponent. I um, there's a little fear there for me, but we'll see. It's good. Is good bar going? Good to the bar game? will be at the game. Yeah, he was down in Kiowa, so he missed the game yesterday. He was he was serving his one game suspension from the uh, <laughs> from the fifth grade boys basketball league. I heard that was the talk of. Uh... Oh, my extended table. family was tickled. Yeah, they had heard that story. And, <laughs> yeah. We so, got to yeah. get them on. Uh, I'll go Bengals. Uh, yeah, like, I, I'm kind of worried that, like, this turns into, like, one of the Steelers. Uh, that's exactly what I'm worried kind about. Kind of matchups yeah. where, like, it, like Pac-Man Jones and James Harrison and, you know, that sort of thing happens all over again. Yeah, right? I'm worried about, you know, a, a key turnover, the Ravens defense just really playing well and, you know, Justin Tucker making a 53-yard field goal or something. But but also like penalties right, and like right, right. skirmishes and that yeah. sort of thing on the sidelines and all that. Because, yeah, I mean, from what it sounds like, it sounds like the, the Ravens were, were doing some Below deck. Shit. Yeah, I was surprised to read that. There were some very strong words coming out of that Bengals locker room about about some antics uh, after the play in the piles. So yeah, these two teams I think will will definitely hate each other, which will make for a fun football game. I'll go Cincinnati, but yeah. I think it's going to be an absolute slugfest. Randy, I'm going to go Cincinnati okay. as well. And then the last one, and, uh, Monday night, Dallas and Tampa. I, TC, is this a stink fest? I mean, is, is this is it this sucks. a stink fest? It's slop. Yeah, uh, Tampa seems to be getting getting right a little bit, which who knows what that means. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Tampa. I don't believe it all in the God, Cowboys. Dak was terrible yesterday. This is in Tampa. I I just don't trust the Cowboys at all at all at all. Um, I think I'm going to join you on on Tampa. What's the line on this one? Who's who's favored? Probably Cowboys by like two, maybe. TC, I got the lines right here for you, courtesy of our friends at uh, at DraftKings. Cowboys minus three. Minus three. Yeah. Okay. Wow, the Bengals are minus six and a half. I wonder if they're banking on Lamar not playing. That is a big line if Lamar's playing. God, that'd be crazy if Lamb Lamb doesn't I play. I, I think it'd be the end of Lamb Lamb in Baltimore. Quite honestly. Yeah. Which that would be fascinating then. That would open up the QB carousel. Um, just that to way. go through the other lines, the Vikings are three point favorites at home. The Bills are 11 point favorites at home. The Chargers are a one point favorite in Jacksonville. And the Niners are a 10 point favorite at home. Chargers are favored. Wow. Okay. So, well, the, okay. and then this goes okay. back to your point about like, we have two playoff games with double-digit spread, and they both involve the seventh seed in, in, in each conference. Yeah. I, to me, that says we have one too many playoff teams. Correct. KVV had a proposal yesterday. We can, we can let him tout it on next time he's on, but basically that everybody has to rest their guys for three games a year. 
Like this, like guys can only play in fifteen games. You add another game to the schedule, but, or, but or guys two, can only play in fifteen of eighteen. Two games, games wasn't it? One it or two games. You go to yeah, an official two, sorry, eighteen two game schedule, but every player can only play sixteen games. Yeah, which the more I thought about, it, the more I liked it because it it basically increases roster size. So there's more jobs. You're improving the product yeah. most weeks because guys will be more rested. Guys won't be playing on nagging injuries as Keeps much. Keeps the integrity of the 16-game um, statistics. There's some strategy involved as well. Right. I don't know. I think it's cool. It's interesting. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It certainly is. Um, so. Well, yeah, we'll have to bring, as we get deeper in the playoffs, I'm sure we'll invite KVV and maybe Mr. Push on to, to speak for himself. Um, but TC, that's that's about it. Anything else before we uh, before we close down this chop session? No, that's that's all I got. Like I said, going to going to NYC this week. Uh, I'm gonna do a pot, food pod for next week, similar to what we did this year. You know, getting everybody's favorite favorite meals of 2022 out there, and any any recommendations for recipes or products or anything like that. And then, yeah, flying flying Delta tomorrow. Well, Godspeed. I'll see you in New York. Are you flying United? I'm flying or United. Delta? They had. They had better okay. better that. arrival times for for what we need. So hopefully you're on your your favorite A320. Uh, yeah, A321. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. Um, yeah, the listener line is open once again, folks. Check the show notes for for the number. Uh, we look forward to to getting some good voicemails. And yeah, we'll see you in a few weeks with another chop session. Which Randy, if I don't have good Wi-Fi tomorrow on this Delta flight, we'll be don't, pissed. Because that's the one thing yeah. on this Wi-Fi. Don't judge thing. them. Is like, I think the the free Wi-Fi is February first, but you can still judge their old I don't crappy care. Wi-Fi. I just, I just I want know. it to work because it doesn't. It doesn't ever fucking work. It always works on United. It never well, works on Delta. That's steady what I Eddie's like. making making investments. So yeah, <laughs> steady we'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right, TC. Until next time, my man. Thanks, big. Favorite trapper, the absolute truth, yeah, no joke.